Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Pittsburgh Steelers fans, welcome once again to the Steelers hangover. Yeah, there's nothing to be really hungover. Wait, maybe we're a little bit hungover from the July 4th holiday and still celebrating it once again today, being July 5th. So I call this July 5th. So there's really nothing to call it because it's the day after July 4th, but it's still celebrated. I know it's a July 4th federal holiday, but I like to call it Huey Lewis's 71st birthday, and that's more important than anything, if you ask me. And if you've never had an opportunity to listen to Huey Lewis in the news, sing the national anthem, that is, it's absolutely perfect. So go ahead and check that out on YouTube. They've done it at... so many games throughout the years, but even in their early years, it is the most beautiful thing to sing that, listen to them singing that a cappella. So that's fantastic. So with me, as always, is my good friend, Tony Depio, and my new good friend, Shannon White, who's been a good friend for a while, but is my new good friend here on YouTube, Facebook, and anywhere that you get a Pittsburgh Steelers Behind the Steel Curtain podcast. Now, speaking of all of your favorite podcasts, I want you to check out our other podcast. I got to tell you, we have the best in the business, including Jeff Hartman, Dave Schofield, Rich Schofield, Michael Beck, the deputy editor, Tony Defio, Shannon White here. He's new at he's new at it, but he's really good. Jeffrey Benedict. Don't forget the guys down under. The guys down under that I'm really proud of, Mark Davison, who Mark Davison and I are going to be on the Dave Bro Show, the Davis Bro Show, tomorrow. 
hmm. filling in from the for the Scobros. So we are going to be doing that as well. So don't forget Matty Peverell and Mark Davison. Don't forget the new podcasters that we have coming in. Don't forget KT Smith, who's here in the in season with some great stuff. So I want to make a comment. So I don't know if you follow us on Twitter. And if you do, if you don't, that's okay. But there was a certain a certain heel in Pittsburgh radio that went after one of our guys today. And look, I'm not going to get into it. I'm not going to say who it is. All I'm going to say is not only did they go after one of our guys, they went over the platform that we have as, you know, I'm not a huge fan of the term, but as bloggers and blog blogcasts. And we, we work for SB Nation, which is Sports Blog Nation. And so there's a lot of disrespect out there from the old media to anybody that's in the blogosphere here. And I, I got to tell you, we have some competitors. And I'm not going to mention the competitors' names. But the competitors, they're not us, but they're pretty darn good out there too. And I'm going to say that, that. I'm not asking you, hey, go check them out. All I'm saying is the, those guys put their heart into it. And I consider them Pittsburgh Pittsburgh blog journalists just as much as I do us. And we've got a lot of competition out there. But just because you're not on the same level doesn't mean that you don't have not just a good follow, following, but you don't have great Pittsburgh Steelers information. And you're going to get great Pittsburgh Steelers information on BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. Look, I might not be your favorite. I'm some. I'm a lot of people's least favorite. I'm some people's favorite. That's okay. Tony's a favorite and least favorite. Shannon, too. Jeff, Dave, Michael, everybody talk about. You're going to like one of us more than the other, and that's okay. As long as you're liking BTSC collectively, we love you. We appreciate. Thanks so much, all of you. So I really, I really got to tell you, we can't do it without all of you, and that's why we do it. And I will say this. I think BTSC is one of the best in the business taking care of their fans and having their fans take care of them. We are a family here at BTSC. And once again, thank you so much for supporting us. Hey, I'm not going to denigrate anybody that's that's going to be on their high horse and go after us. You know, in some ways, that's good news. But in some ways, it belittles what we're doing here and what our competition is doing out here. And every single one of us, whether you're under the SB Nation banner or another banner, we're working hard and we are in the same boat, even though some people don't like it. So with that being said, let's get on with the show. Shannon, how are you doing today? Doing great. Let me see that t-shirt. Show everybody your t-shirt. Mm -hmm. Look at this. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no mercy, Cobra Kai, never die. <laughs> I... I didn't know Shannon was a big fan of Cobra Kai, and you know I am. My two favorite shows right now are Cobra Kai and, of course, Stranger Things. Mm -hmm. So, Tony, are you a Miyagi-Do? Are you Cobra Kai at heart? Or are you Eagle Fang? Jeez, uh... I have to say I'm Cobra Kai after watching I'm, I've become a, such a big uh, uh, Billy Zapka fan watching this uh, 
the, the new uh, the, the rebooted effort of this show. I just really the reimagined version, whatever you want to, whatever you want to call it, the continuation. I just really love the way they fleshed out his character, and and I'm really a a big fan of his. So I'm Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai never dies. I think I with the John Kreese factor. I think I'm a Eagle Fang now. But with that being said, oh, yeah, more important. Wow. We're all black right. and gold, right? That's right. He he, he switched over to Eagle Fang. How can I forget about that? Well, you know what I mean. I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I'm He's going to go back to Cobra Kai. I, I don't want to be a spoiler, but let's be honest. It's going to happen at some point. Well, Cobra Kai is black and gold, and we love our black and gold. Right, so, right. Um, you know, I I appreciate that. Um, so I I want to bring this up right here, and uh, I'm not going to read it. I'm just going to say, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. We don't. Mm -hmm. And I might be giving some advertising to someone else. I don't care. We're out here for the same reason. And that's respect. Just okay. like the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Baltimore Ravens, they might, they might not love each other. In fact, they might downright hate each other. <laughs> but here's the thing. They damn well, ex they respect each other. And that's the bottom line to it. So with that being said, let's, let's do this. Guys, it has been a fun week with Devin Bush. You know, I, I don't think the Devin Bush stuff is a big deal. But what I love about it is I think this is something with Devin Bush. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think he's saying two things. I think he's needling good friends on his team. He's messing around with them. And also he's saying, hey, media, don't, don't lump me in with that. I'm not a TikToker. Just like you want to lump the Steelers in as 53 TikTokers, I'm not one of them. So that's kind of that. But I love I love when Zach Banner gets involved. And Zach Banner, I guess, what happened? Devin Bush put in like a cat video. <laughs> he had some kind of like cat, cat tweet. Wow. And, and then Zach Banner says, you do that again, I'm taking away your Twitter account. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you know, it was obviously people were upset about it, but, you know, I mean, I think people also at the same time, they went a little overboard with, with uh, trying to, uh, like, vilify Bush. I mean, he's 22 years old. Was it stupid? Yeah. Was it, uh, is it something that he can be forgiven for? I think so. I mean, he's 22. Like, if my cousin did this exact same thing, I wouldn't uh, say he's a, he's a POS and all the other stuff that people like to throw around on on the internet, I would just say, look, you got to learn from this and, and just, it's a bad luck and don't do it again. That's pretty much what I would say if I, if I was a mentoring Devin Bush. You know what? I, I didn't even, uh, I didn't even find problem with it because the way that Chase Claypool responded, I thought it was all good natured, good natured, uh, just ribbing. So Shannon, let me ask you this. We've got a Slack channel here at BTSC mm -hmm. and we go after each other in a fun way and there's no one that's going to like get really upset because it's, it's our own locker room. Mm -hmm. And so do you kind of feel that's the same way here that, that Bush is doing that Bush was doing here. Now there's some people in the live chat saying, Hey, he went overboard. I kind of well, thought it was just a, it was all in fun. Shannon, what are your thoughts? I originally, the stuff about the TikTok and everything, I compared him to Jack Lambert because if Jack Lambert was around today, he'd be like, you know, get that nonsense out of here. You know, he wouldn't, he would not have been a fan of the stuff that went on with that. But, you know, again, some of that was blown out of proportion. 
Now the uh, the video showed a cat falling multiple stories, uh, and it fell to its death. And oh. it was oh, it was it was a okay. It was disturbing. It wasn't uh, funny, even though it was. Uh, I think there might even been a laughing emoji included in the tweet. Uh, I didn't think it was appropriate. Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have touched that with a ten foot pole. Whoa! And, okay. and so I understand the backlash. Um, I think there's a little bit of question whether he actually is the one posting some of this stuff uh, because it's just here in the last few weeks it's just kind of coming fast and furious out of out of nowhere, and a lot of it honestly is is uh, it doesn't shine a good light upon his maturity level. Uh, at the moment, and um, I expect better from him and from somebody representing the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, I don't think it's that you know, it's not the end of the world, but I definitely think that somebody within the organization needs to have a talk with him and say that's not acceptable. Okay, first, let me jump out real quick and say I thought he was just posting like cuddly cat video that mm-hmm. no clue mm-hmm. that this was so that shows my professionalism <laughs> and how because how, i was here talking i just saw that tweet from zach banner right before i came on the show and i thought mm-hmm. i didn't realize that's exactly what he was doing so no i mean i i don't you know i really don't support that either what i was talking about was the stuff between oh yeah, yeah, yeah. i knew what you was talking about right. right yeah yeah so yeah. so yeah, this is this is a very late thing, developing thing from Sunday night. That's probably why you, you may, may have missed it. But yeah, the 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 TikTok thing was the big news before last night of him kind of dissing TikTok and you know ribbing his teammates, and that's what I thought he was doing. I and I knew that's what he's doing. He's ribbing his teammates about mm-hmm. their TikTok behavior, and he probably texts back and forth all uh, all day long, and far worse than what they what they show on, about each other on social media. That's that's. Mm-hmm. But the, the cat thing was a late developing thing and from what i understand the cat actually survived uh, I, I read up on it and i guess he was paralyzed from the lake to, or it was paralyzed from the legs down and they oh they, it's, still uh, not good. it's yes yeah, yeah no 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 it's not good no, but I'm saying, <laughs> yeah. it, i mean it, it it's it, it they, they created a, a contraption for it and it's able to get around so mm-hmm. i mean that's one good thing that, that came out of it is the cat survived the um the fall but i mean it, I think a lot of people were trying to equate it to stuff that, you know, Devin Bush's act of retweeting this. And it was a bad look. I think a lot of people were trying to equate it to what Mike Vick did. I saw somebody say that, which is not even in the same universe. No, no. And, no, and, and it, it was stupid. It was immature. It was a bad look. And he's got a lot of growing up to do as uh, according to his last couple of weeks of, of social media uh, activity. He certainly has a lot, but it's not like something that this guy is the worst human being ever. And these particular people that, 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 you know, were on Twitter last night were trying to make it into that. And to me, I thought that was, that was, uh, you're going to too far when you're, when you're, when you're doing that with a 22 year old who probably has a lot of growing up to do. So we all went to high school in the eighties. We all graduated in the late eighties, if I'm not mistaken, Shannon, you're what? 88, 88. And Tony's 90. I'm 89. So, uh, so we're right there. There's one thing, and I I say this almost every time I'm having a conversation with somebody, and I said this to somebody just today. I am thankful that I did not have one of these when I was in high school. (laughs) I would have been in a lot of trouble just because I was immature and I liked I I had a lot of fun. I did some crazy stuff, and there there was a lot of just uh, and it would have been 
just me doing something dumb, just uh, <laughs> tweeting out something dumb, but just trying to have fun. <laughs> and so I am thankful that I don't have this. And I tell my kids every day, if you're going to tweet something, actually, if you're going to text something, you read it once, you read it again, and you read it a third time. <laughs> then yeah. after the third time you read it, then you press send. Because I think everything that I send out, especially if it's for work, I read it to make sure that it did not come out the wrong way. I teach communications right. um, merit badge for the scouts. And I explain that to them because what you're reading doesn't always match the intent of something's someone that's writing something and your mood and your state of mind, it might sound different beforehand. So, well, I mean, I, I, I'm trying to do a lot of dating on Bumble now. And a lot of times I'll, I'll text something that I think is funny to one of these women. And like, I'll go back an hour later and they're completely gone. Yeah, so I mean, sometimes the intent is not what you want it to be, um, and, and and it's like the one comedian Bill Burr said one time. Every night, like you'll be driving along in your car, or you're just sitting around it, and you think of something you said ten years ago or you did ten years ago, and you just cringe. This is one of those things that you know, if if Bush matures, hopefully he'll look back on someday and go, "I should not have done that. That was stupid. Mm -hmm. I, that was too far." You know, he was trying to push the envelope all weekend with his tweets and and probably get people reactions out of people, and he just went. One step too far, but again, he shouldn't be vilified uh, based on this alone. We'll see what happens. But the the, th the thing, another thing, is people are not, not everybody that's active and, and and stupid on social media. That's, that's not always a gateway drug to being like Antonio Brown. And a lot of people try to do that too. They try to say that, well, oh my gosh, he's acting, he's he's acting on social media, he's acting up, so he's going to turn into Antonio Brown. Like you can't always compare every young social media person to uh, you know, the, the next era, Antonio Brown. Mm -hmm. All right. So I think we've established that. And now that uh, I know the full Devin Bush story, maybe I could uh, try to have a little more credibility and accountability. <laughs> so <laughs> let's, let's talk about the Steelers. My gosh, do you realize how close we are to the start of training camp? When do they, when do they report the 23rd, if I'm not mistaken? So it is uh, coming 20, up. Yeah. Yeah. So they're reporting the 23rd. This is the fifth. We've got 18 days till we're talking about guys at camp, which is absolutely amazing. And th which means the start of the season is not that far away as well. We're about 67 days to the start of the regular season, which that's going to go really quick. And everybody's talking about the AFC North how this is arguably the best division in football. I'm going to start with Shannon White. Is there a better division in football than the one consisting of the Bengals, the Browns, the Steelers, and the Ravens? It would have to be the, the, the AFC North or the NFC West. Uh, those two divisions, I think, are both the class of their conference. I cannot disagree with the AFC, the NFC West either. Tony, your thoughts? I was actually going to say that. I'm, I'm glad Shannon brought that up. Yeah, I think the AFC North, if all three teams live up to their billing, obviously the Steelers are the team that people have the most doubts about, then that's going to be arguably the best uh, division of football. But the a a NFC West is pretty darn good too, especially if the 49ers can bounce back uh, from their injuries last year. So, yeah, I think it's, it's, it's a toss-up between those two divisions. 
So there's a lot of people thinking that the Steelers are going to Steelers won the AFC North last year. There's a lot of people thinking that the Steelers are going to take back take a step back. There's thoughts on the Cincinnati Bengals that they are building an offensive juggernaut with the fact that Joe Burrow could be he's 85% right now. He could be healthy and he has some great weapons in guys like Jamar Chase, the rookie. Tyler Boyd is still there. Um, so he has some players. So yeah. my thought, then you look at the Baltimore Ravens. We know we know what they have. They've got a former MVP just from 2019 in the form of Lamar Jackson. They've got a pretty solid defense. It doesn't go away. We know what ha- what's happening up in in Cleveland. That defense is pretty solid. They've got a defensive player of the year candidate in Miles Garrett. They've got a two-headed monster at running back. They've got a returning OBJ, and they've got that Jagoff quarterback, then I guess he's okay. <laughs> um, so, man, I'm really professional today, aren't I? Uh, <laughs> but what I'm saying is those teams are good. But if you look at the rosters and the depth charts of each team, where do the Steelers stack up? This week, we're going to take care of the offense. Next week, we're going to do the defense. So let's go ahead and take a look at them. So I have the, I have what I pulled up as the depth charts for every team. So what I want you guys to do, I'm going to moderate this, and we're going to look at quarterback. And we are going to rank the Steelers one through four, see where they rank at the quarterback position, so on and so forth. So let's start with the Baltimore Ravens. Let's look at the position group. We've got Lamar Jackson, who we know, backed up by Trace McSorley and Tyler Huntley. And these are projections for, I mean, things can change, but right now these are projections for the 2021 season. And I got this from Sports Kita. Cincinnati Bengals, Joe Burrow, Brandon Allen, and Kyle Shermer. And now let's look at the Cleveland Browns. Number six, then Case Keenum and Kyle Laletta. You notice what I did there. I'm not even mentioning that guy's name anymore. Don't like me, number six. Sure, he won the Heisman. Number, he's, his name's number six. So let's go. I'm going to start off with Tony. Then we'll go to Shannon. Who's number four in that position group? Uh, probably for now, the Bengals. Okay. Shannon, you, you could disagree. You can rank somebody else there. Number four. Um, I'd have to stay, I'd have to agree with the Bengals. All right. So, uh, you know, Joe Burrow, I think he's going to be great. I think he has some Mm -hmm. weapons. That's probably a safe bet. Let's, let's start with Shannon at number three. Um, at number three, I would actually, <laughs> I'm going to have to put the Ravens at number three because after Lamar Jackson, I, I don't like their depth at all at quarterback. Does that have anything to do with the passing ability of Lamar Jackson as well? It does as well, but he's an MVP and I want to give him his respect, 
but I, I but their backups, I just I have no faith in their backups at all. So, uh, and the fact that he does struggle to throw it, so he, they would be third. Tony, number three. I was going to say the, the Ramos too, simply because they're the, you know the, the depth behind Jackson and the fact that really he really hasn't proven himself. He's an MVP. I hate to say he hasn't proven himself because he has. Uh, but as far as being able to take that next step as a as a uh, as a passing quarterback, he hasn't gotten there yet. So uh, uh, until other until proven otherwise, I still I, I'd say they're third. Okay, Steelers Pittsburgh says bad. You wanted Case Keenum last year. I still want Case Keenum. I love <laughs> Case Keenum. If Case Keenum was the Steelers quarterback in 2019, they not only go to the playoffs, they go to the AFC championship game with Case Keenum and that team. I'm just saying, we'll never know. But in this head, in this black and gold mind, I'm saying it. All right, Tony, number two. Oh, you're not gonna you're not gonna want to hear this. It's the uh Steelers. Because of um, I think I think uh, Ben Roethlisberger, yeah, Ben Roethlisberger, I, I love him, and he's great, and I think he's the obviously the most proven one out of the bunch of, as far as the starters in the AFC North. But behind him, uh, you know, Mason Rudolph still has, has a lot to prove, and obviously so does Dwayne Haskins and, and, and Josh Dobbs. So um, you know, there's really not a proven veteran behind him yet, as of right now. Maybe that'll all uh, come to fruition. Uh, by the end of 2021. But as of right now, there really isn't anybody totally proven behind Ben yet. Okay. Don't get too hung up on backups. Let's assume that a lot of these guys, I know not everybody's going to play 16 games, but you know, let's look at uh, who we have starting week one as well. Shannon, number two. Well, I was considering backups from the beginning when I, I put the Cincy last. So uh, no, I, I think the Browns, uh, have the the second best quarterback depth. Um, I like Baker Mayfield more than you do, definitely. But uh, I think he fits uh, what they need there with his confidence. Uh, and um, but uh, the rest of their depth, I'm not as impressed with. So I, I put them at number two. Tony, so you're going with number six at number one, number six in the boys, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. kind of like with Margerson. If 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 if, um, if number six didn't play for the Browns, I'd probably be a much bigger fan. Just like if if Lamar Jackson didn't play for the Ravens, I'd probably be a much bigger fan of his. They're they're. I think uh, I like both of them as quarterbacks uh, for for different reasons. Um, but uh, yeah, Case Keenum is the as the backup. Even though I know you are not supposed to fixate on the backups too much. I think he's a. I mean, he was in the playoffs a couple of years ago with the Vikings, right? Yeah, the Vikings, and um, then he played uh, many years with the. Uh, with Washington. So I, I just think he's, he's, a, he's the most proven uh, veteran backup quarterback in the division. And I think that that's a, that could be a big benefit to them. If number six gets hurt at some point. All right. So you're allowed to call him by his name. That, that's no problem. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just calling him number six. Uh, <laughs> let's move on to the running back position. This is really interesting. Mm. Now, when we're talking about the running, I, I'm going to allow you guys to do this. I'm talking about the running backs. However, if you want to include Lamar Jackson in the running game for the Ravens, that's your per- prerogative there. Uh, you definitely can. Um, because if we're looking at, if we're going back and we're saying rank the quarterbacks, if you're going to rank those quarterbacks like we just did, 
If you're going to talk running quarterback, Lamar Jackson's number one. If you're going to talk passing quarterback, you might have Lamar at three or four. You might even have passing. You might have Lamar at four. And Joe Burrow ahead of him. So right. there's there's so much to consider here, but I'm just uh, I'm just going to throw that out there. And the, when you pick the running games, we can go ahead and do that. So Tony, let's start off with the number four running game, and I'm going to go ahead and bring these guys up here too. Um, at running back, we're looking at J.K. Dobbins, Gus Edwards as the top two. So I'm just going to bring up the top two here in the depth charts. Um, we are looking at Joe Mixon and Samaje Perrine for the Cincinnati Bengals. For the Browns, I don't know how to look at a list for that, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. And the Steelers, where you can, we know Najee Harris, Najee Harris is going to be number one. You can decide who the number two in Pittsburgh is. So that's what that's what we'll do there. I'm not going. To, we're not going to assign anybody as number two because we don't even know who it is yet. So who you envision as the n- number two in this? So Tony, go ahead. Give me your number four. Uh, simply because th- they haven't proven anything. Uh, he hasn't proven anything yet as a as a, a newbie as a rookie. I'd have to go with the uh, Steelers at fourth uh, with Harris as your starter, and then number two. Uh, that's the problem. That's the problem. I, should it be Benny Snell? Should it be Anthony McFarland? I mean, Benny Snell looked great in week one, and then he just really fell off last year. Of course, that was there were a lot of factors involved there. And McFarland is totally unproven in, in, in Balage. I mean, I, he's, he's just an average back, so I'd, I'd have to go with uh, the Steelers at number four. Shannon, do you agree with Tony there? 100%. I can't, I can't rank Harris ahead of Mixon. Mixon's had a a thousand yard seasons, you know, he was hurt, banged up a lot last year in the bad line as well. But uh, until Harris proves otherwise, and we still don't know who's going to be the number two, uh, I'd have to put the Steelers at number four in that division. Okay. Once again, I'm the moderator, so I'm not going to say anything here. I am not, I would not put the Steelers at number four, but I do respect that. And I'm not a part of the game. So <laughs> I, I'm happy with that. Um, Shannon, number three. I would have to go with the Bengals uh, because uh, uh, I think Mixon, you know, he can be uh, a good running back as far as uh, if they have a line in front of him, you know, he can get a thousand yards. He's proven that. Um, I'm not very impressed with Vereen, but, uh, you know, they, they would be the, the, the third best. Tony, number three. Uh- I have to go again with uh, agree with Shannon. I like Mixon. I think he's a he's a, a good starter, but I, the backup to me it's just not impressive. So yeah, number three would have to be to especially compared to the to the other two uh, teams, uh, the overall depth. I'd have to go with the uh, the Bengals at number three. All right, Tony, keep it going with number two. Uh, it's, that's the uh, it's the Ravens with uh, with uh, J.K. Dobbins and and and, uh, and and Gus Edwards. They're number two. Mm, Shannon's shaking his head. He's saying no, I think, right, Shannon? No, he, he's – we're agreeing too much. Uh, <laughs> I, I, this is boring. Uh, yeah, yeah. The, the, the Ravens are uh, – Dobbins and Gus the Bus, you know, man, they, they're loaded. But part of their success is because of Jackson. Um, and in my opinion, you know, Chubbs, I think, is the best running back in the NFL. And uh, – 
Hunt is is an, the best backup in my opinion. So yeah, I have to put Cleveland as the best uh, running backfield tandem in the league in the division for sure. I you know what I I gotta I gotta tell you I have no problem with that, but it is so hard. It, it is so hard to do this exercise because you got to put. You might actually have to look at the Ravens and take Gus Gus out of there and say it's Lamar Jackson yeah. and J.K. Right. Dobbins. So that, that's the thing. Right. Um, so it's de- it depends on how you determine this and the way you determine it. I have no problem with that. Um, so you guys are saying that Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. I mean, I have a hard time disagreeing with those guys. There, mm-hmm. man. I, could you imagine? Nick Chubb, Nick Chubb would have been a perfect stealer. He yeah. really would have been. Yeah. And and he could have been. But right. they because there were remember, if you go back to that draft, there was a lot of talk about the possibility of Darius Geis. And the, the Steelers might go with Darius Geis there at number one. And we're like, we hope not. We hope they don't do that, but they'd love to get that guy if they could get him in the second round, blah, blah, blah. But Nick Chubb was never really considered. And right. they went with Terrell Edmonds, and the rest is history there. Uh, so, wow, that would have been really interesting. I would think if they redo that draft the, and the Steelers had the same opportunity, they'd probably go with Nick Chubb this time around. But oh, yeah. that's, just, that's just me. All yeah, right. But, go ahead, Sam. But Chubb's honestly – he has become a better runner in the pros since he's got to the NFL. Uh, he, he runs yeah. much more powerful and, and has that great contact balance. And uh, you didn't see as much of that in college as you're seeing now. So he's actually one of them guys that's continued to improve since he got to the professional level. Right. And, and, and Go ahead, Tony. Well, no, if Hunt wouldn't have, have screwed up, Royally, a few years ago, he'd probably be a, a, a multi-time pro, uh, first-team All-Pro on, on with Kansas City. So, yeah, Still I mean, have those City, two yeah. guys, as your, yeah, have those two guys as your as your top two running backs. That's uh, that's amazing. That absolutely is. That's that's really true. So let's go ahead and take a break, and we will be back, and we will find out who Shannon White and Tony Defio think are the best tight ends the best offensive lineman, and, you know, we might even go by position on this, and the best wide receivers in the NFL's AFC North. So if you are on Facebook or YouTube, just you know, take a quick break. We're going to stretch, and we'll be right back with you. If you are checking us out on any of your favorite podcast platforms where you download your favorite shows, we hope we're one of your favorites. Just stick around and go ahead, download number two. It's as simple as a click, and we will be right back to you on the Steelers Hangover from BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.